The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. To find out more about Tortoise and how to become a member, just go to the episode description. Today, how a government minister's drunken behaviour led to the resignation of two members of Boris Johnson's cabinet and brought his premiership to the brink of collapse. Chris Pincher has been one of the Prime Minister's strongest backers in the House of Commons and Boris Johnson made him Deputy Chief Whip, responsible for MPs' discipline. But last night he quit government after a drunken incident at a club. Before now, you would be forgiven for not knowing the name Chris Pincher. He's a Boris Johnson loyalist who's been the Conservative MP for Tamworth since 2010. During that time, he's been a housing minister, a foreign office minister, and earlier this year, the Prime Minister appointed Chris Pincher as Deputy Chief Whip after he helped shore up support for his leadership in the wake of the Partygate scandal. But last week, Chris Pincher was forced to resign from that job after allegedly groping two men at a private members' club in London. A letter uh, emerged, first from reporting arising from the Sun uh, newspaper, uh, to the Prime Minister, and he said uh, this tonight. So, dear Prime Minister, last night I drank far too much. I've embarrassed myself and other people, uh, which is the last thing I want to do, and for that I apologise to you and those concerned. I think the right thing in the circumstances for me to do is resign as Deputy Chief Whip. Chris Pincher denies any wrongdoing, but this isn't the first time there have been allegations about his behaviour. And it's what Boris Johnson knew about those previous allegations that have put the Prime Minister in so much political peril. After Chris Pincher resigned last week, Number 10 insisted Boris Johnson had not been aware of any specific allegations before he made him Deputy Chief Whip in February this year. And that phrase, specific allegations, was slavishly repeated by Cabinet Minister Therese Coffey in excruciating interviews over the weekend. Well, on Sunday, the Prime Minister knew all about uh, groping Tory two years ago. The Sunday Telegraph, the PM turned a blind eye to the sex pest warnings. They say that Craig Whitaker actually resigned from the Whip's office because of the Prime Minister's decision to appoint Chris Pincher. We know, of course, uh, Dominic Cummings tweeted this week to say, if the PM didn't know about Pincher as he's claiming, why did he repeatedly refer to him laughingly in number 10 as Pincher by name, Pincher by nature, long before appointing him? Do you really believe the Prime Minister was not aware of any specific allegations? Um, I've just suggested or said I don't think the PM was aware of specific claims, no. The next day, Downing Street shifted position. It said the Prime Minister knew of allegations, but that they were either resolved or did not progress to a formal complaint. They may have been referring to an accusation that emerged in 2017 from a former professional rower and Tory activist called Alex Storey, who said Chris Pincher made unwanted passes, massaging his neck while telling him he would go far in the Conservative Party. Chris Pincher quit his government job at the time, but always denied it. A party investigation later cleared him of wrongdoing, which paved the way for his return as a Foreign Office Minister in 2019. And it was there that another similar allegation was made against Chris Pincher, which Boris Johnson did know about. They need to come clean. I think that the language is ambiguous. The sort of telling the truth and crossing your fingers at the same time and hoping that people are not too forensic in their subsequent questioning. And I think that is not working. 
That's Simon MacDonald, the former top civil servant at the Foreign Office, talking to Radio 4's Today programme. He revealed that the Prime Minister was briefed in person about a complaint against Chris Pincher that was upheld by a civil service investigation. Chris Pincher apologised. Deputy Prime Minister Dominic Raab, who was Foreign Secretary at the time of the allegation, said he was aware of it, but didn't know Boris Johnson had been told. So that's news to me. I wasn't uh, aware of that. um, And it's not clear to me that that is uh, factually accurate. Just hours later, though, the Prime Minister was forced to admit that he did, in fact, know about that specific complaint in 2019. He'd just forgotten about it when he appointed the ultra-loyal Chris Pincher as Deputy Chief Whip. Yes, I think it was a mistake and I apologise for uh, for it. I think in, in, in hindsight it was uh, the wrong thing to do. Uh, I apologise to everybody who's been uh, badly affected by it. But for two senior cabinet ministers, that wasn't enough to stop them resigning. So what was it that tipped them over the edge? Tonight at 10, Boris Johnson fights to survive as Prime Minister, following two big resignations from the Cabinet. Rishi Sunak is no longer Chancellor, suggesting Boris Johnson isn't competent or serious, while Sajid Javid resigns from health, questioning the Prime Minister's integrity. The last straw seems to be the chaotic... After Chris Pincher's drunken night at the Carlton Club, that private members' club, ministers were sent out to say things we know now to be untrue. And this has happened before, during Partygate. Downing Street initially said there'd been no parties and no rule-breaking in government during Covid lockdowns. Then Boris Johnson said he wasn't aware of any parties. And then he got fined for being at one. And now this week again, we have reason to question the truth and integrity of what we've all been told. And at some point, we have to conclude that enough is enough. I believe that point is now. Last time Boris Johnson faced a threat to his leadership, he could rely on people like Chris Pincher to save his skin. But now it's his decision to give Chris Pincher a job that's leading a growing number of MPs to the same conclusion as Sajid Javid. Enough is enough. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. Today's episode was written by Lewis Vickers and mixed by Imi Harper. You'll know me from The Sensemaker, but I also work on another tortoise podcast called The Slow Newscast. This week, my colleague Ellen Halliday and I investigate the mystery of the Darwin Notebooks, two priceless treasures that were missing from Cambridge University Library for 20 years until they were anonymously returned, gift-wrapped and with a happy Easter note. Who would risk being caught returning them and why? To listen, click on the link in the episode description. The Sensemaker.